Right. Now, I think I'm going to be a happy person in a in, in a couple, in either next week or the week after, because then we start normal stories. You know, for example, in in, in the show which we got on on, on Wednesday. You understand? I mean, you've got some problems or whatever. You understand it? It's an Oscar at Hasina, you understand it? We're doing it. At least sooner after it, in the, in the, in the, either next week or a week afterwards, everything's going to be simple, plain, simple stories. Right? These first. Looking forward. These few, <laughs> these few prokim, and, and, and the last part of your show had been, as far as I'm concerned, a total confusion. And when I came to prepare, for what we're going to do today, it was a disaster. Because <laughs> at the end of all this period, I then have a, a, something which makes me think, oh, I got it all wrong, did I? Or, or I'm missing something fundamental. And nobody warned me that it was going to happen. And, and you'll see, and it'll, you'll think, well, oh, it, it, it's not even one shock, it's two shocks, a tale at the, at the end of the story. So. But let me remind you where we are, and you'll see when, it, when we get to this sh- the double shock, that you will, you'll, you'll see why I'm doing it. We started off, obviously, I'm not going to go back to the whole of Yeshua, but do you remember that Yeshua started off with enormous success? Yes. And these were Yad Hashem, these were miraculous, like, 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 um, like they crossed over the, the Yadim uh, with, with miracles, and then when they fought against Yericha in the war, came tumbling down, and then they had a, a, a number of fights against combinations of Goyim coming together, Melech, for example, Melech Yushalayim came together with a large number of kings and then later on they were fighting with the king from Chotzer who came together with a large number of kings and there was miraculous so winnings against all good. And then somehow it stopped. We don't know why it stopped, but it stopped. <laughs> yeah, we, we found it stopped. We, uh, we had some reasons why individual Yidden were busy now, they had their bits of land and they would be busy with their land and they would be and you know, much better to do the mitzvah of teaching your children Torah than going out and fighting the goyim, leaving your wife and your children, maybe you'll get a vagahagat. So people weren't so willing to. We said all these swaras, and we maybe started blaming Yahushua a little bit that, you know, Kamal said, you know, he died 10 years before he, 120, because maybe he should have been a bit more Zoris. No, no. Let's get this clear. I think well, even at the time we must realize it can't be too much a criticism of Yeshua because Yeshua is called Eved Hashem. He's called Eved Hashem at the end of Yeshua. He's called Eved Hashem here in, we saw him in Shoftim. You know, you're not going to be an Eved Hashem and do a massive, lay- you know, <laughs> massive failure. It must could only be that as a abyssal. But we didn't understand. Yeah, we, we, we had this sort of... Then we started with Shoftim. And it told us, Julie said, after, the, after, quite clearly, after the death of Yeshua, we had Yehuda, was told Yehuda Yala, and they, had, they started fighting, and they had a large number of success. We were told about that. Okay. The only problem we had was the events that they've been describing there were often events which we'd already found in Yeshua. Like, for example, you get, um, you get um, heaven being taken, and that was already mentioned in Yeshua. So it's either... In Yeshua, they were telling us as well what's going to happen, or now we're being told <laughs> what already had happened. I mean, it, it, one way or another, it, it didn't work. Yeah, we, we weren't sure what's going on. And then we got into, we met Osniel Ben Kanaz, who was the brother of, who was the brother of, um, um, of, um, why is it? I get older, I keep on forgetting names. Why is that? Can you tell me? 
I'm serious. Uh, it's not a canal's brother or it's contained. No, no, I don't think I get it from you. I get it from, from my own my own old age. <laughs> yeah. So um um Kali Kali Minafuna, yeah. Kali's brother, half brother was we met Hos Nilin Kanaz and he had uh, got married and mice and mice them. And then we were told about well, that giving his daughter, didn't somebody That's right, absolutely. I was gonna yes, ask yes, you don't you consider the daughter also? Do you want to, would you like to get married at man? Don't you ask her? I can't understand it. It's those times I didn't. No, pardon? It's those times I didn't. This is a problem. We, I don't, I'm not going to go on to this one now. You'll have to raise it another no. time. But we've often found this sort of thing. I'm going to We found, for example, with, 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 with this yeah. Dovid, indeed, that is his shawl, promised his oh. daughter to whoever yeah. was this the senior. Yeah, so. Yeah, but hold on. But the Rambam yeah. says on that that nobody ever should do that. Oh, and, sure and I mean, you know, sure there's a way out for a person who's in great destitution of getting his daughter into some s- normal life uh, by selling her to, as an omoivria. Of course, it's just, it's, you're not sold as a slave. It's a, effectively, it's a form of adoption into that family, knowing that she's supposed to end up marrying either the Odin or his son. That's how it's supposed to. It's supposed to work. I mean, so it's supposed to be for her benefit. Even then, the Rambam criticizes uh, anyone who does it. But but I I, I can't. I, 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 <laughs> you know, we're dealing with a different society. If you go, what's that one? That German book about woman, something of Hamlet. Is it Hamlet or something? What? Go, 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 yeah. She writes all the time about the Nazans and how people... I mean, it seems to be the assumption that one Jewish man is as good as any other Jewish man, one Jewish woman is as good as any other Jewish woman, and uh, you just want to marry the person who's going to have the money. Yeah. So, yeah, I, we won't, I, I, but let's leave, leave, leave that one until right. we get it. So, and then, then we, 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 the crucial posse we came to hear was a posse okay, test. Look at, look at Shev Timalov, posse yeah. test. <laughs> Now they were fighting. This wasn't miraculous in a way, but nevertheless it says, right, at the end of this was all Yehuda and Yehuda Yale, and they succeeded this one and that one, and then we got to this positive, and then it says, that they weren't able to get rid of the people, the Goim living in the flatlands. Because there they had chariots of fire, or chariots of, of iron, and chariots of iron you weren't able to, they were, that means they weren't getting any great Hatzlochus Hashem. Because if they'd had any great Hatzlochus Hashem, it wouldn't have mattered that they had iron or whatever. This was the first time we were told. We didn't go, you know, that's what we noticed. And then we carried on, and, this, and then we, um, we were told after that, a whole load of Pasha, of Sukim, telling us about all the different, different Shvatim, who left behind Goyim among them, Sometimes it was separate areas, sometimes it was a city among them, and sometimes it turned out that the Yidden effectively were themselves only a few surrounded by the Goyim in these various That's how we, we, we had all that. And then we were told in the beginning of what the Goy calls chapter base. I say that because, um, because chapter numbers were done by the Goyim, yeah? Logically now, chapter base should really be part of chapter Aleph, because this Malach Hashem which was Pinchas or Novi, it doesn't really matter who it was, came along and told them off and said, you haven't done your job properly of getting rid of the Goy. So there's a degree of criticism being made here. And of course, Baruch says, from now on I'm not going to help you. But this should really be as a result of this previous posse, uh, this previous chapter. It shouldn't be the beginning of a new chapter, the Goy, the Goy Nishvashanah. 
And then we had, on Pesach Vov, what should be the beginning of this new chapter, a sort of historical, once again, review. It started off, a Yishtak Yeshua's home. We thought we knew all about that. This is Pesuki back there in Yeshua. And we showed it was virtually verbatim, the same Pesuki in Yeshua. That's Yeshua. So it's going back to tell us the history. And it's telling how Yeshua died. And everybody else died of that generation, which was Pesach Yud. And then we get to where we're up to, which is Pesach Yud. Because what this chapter based, as I call it, chapter based, starting off with Pesach Vov is going to do, is going to tell us a whole lot of Jewish history. And it's not going to stop at this moment in time. It's going to go right the way through telling us that what's actually going to happen in the whole of... So could you open the door? In, in the whole of chapter... In the whole of Shoftim, and presumably Shmuel as well. And won't stop until the time of David Amir. So we're going to have a general review of Jewish history. It's a very famous chapter. But we will see that the going got it wrong, and they, they started at the wrong, the wrong place, stuck it in the right. And I think that's what explains why we started off, started off with Potuk Vov of Yehoshua. We're starting off with Yehoshua as being the, the good times, and then things went wrong when after Yehoshua died, and all that Goya had died, and then Potuk Yudala Vayasim Neisoel Eshora Hashem. They started going wrong. This would be the spec stage. They first of all start doing Ra, which might be simply not getting rid of the Goim, as a result of which they're mixing with Goim, as we've been told. And the third thing being, then they completely leave a Kodesh Baruch They follow the gods around them. That means, initially, we said, would mean they were serving Baal together with Hashem. And then, they virtually forgot the Abishah, and they're basically serving these Baalim, and they bow down to them. We seem to make a, a particular fuss about always bowing down. They are Chisos Hashem, and Hashem was God angry. What? Well, Baalim here means simply all of Elazar's, as the Redux says. Because it's Baalim, it's not Baal. Baal will be one particular Aveda Zorah, but Baalim is meanings generalized Aveda Zorah. It's called Baalim because of the word. Now, you might find it funny, you, all of you who are married will find it funny to remember that the word Baal is also used about husband, because Baal means owner and possessor. Like if you're the Baal Hasodah, you own the field. If you're the Baal of a woman, you are the boss of a woman. Ha ha ha. Yeah? Always. <laughs> yeah. As I, as I always say, the Baal Habos, I'm the Baal Habos, I'm the Baal of the boss. Yeah? But that wasn't originally, certainly not historically. So you see, for example, someone like Sor Imenu, uh, even though she's prepared to shout at her husband and said, Chamosi Olecha, and you find the, the just one, just one second, and you find, for example, that um, Rochel and Leah, they can't be taken away from where they are without their approval, they want to agree. And similarly, you find um, they're prepared to swap his, the rights of who's going to, he's going to be with uh, uh, tonight according to their, to, to their desires. Nevertheless, they are referring to their husband, Yasser, refers to her husband as Adoni, my master, which is another word for Baal. Baal and Adoni are the same thing. So, the word, uh, without worrying about marriage, this word, this particular idea of Baal means Lord and Master. So they are, as the Redux says, people who regard themselves as being oivade, serving these gods. 
So these are Baalim, they make. Can I, by the way, just, uh, just by way of comment, I can mention the most, comment, there's a difference between how we are an Eve to Hashem and how the, I mean, there may be many differences, but I mean, in one way, in the form of the service between the Goyim and how the, or, or how people serve Avedah Zohar. When you serve Avedah Zohar, you are not required to give over yourself completely to Avedah Zohar. All you have to do is, for example, to turn up for church at Viamol, and there's certain types of things you mustn't do, I suppose, like sin or sickness or whatever, if, if that is part of your religion, and there's certain things you're supposed to do, I don't know what they may, may be, you know, bow down in church or whatever, but you're not supposed to give, hand yourself over kol ha-yoyva You know, normally you can do whatever you want, you're, you're, you're free, you're a free person, as opposed to we who are eved to Hashem, which has a shulchan which tells you what to do from the moment you wake up. First thing, how to put on your shoes, how to tie your shoes, how to, I mean, everything, every single action in your life has got a, is right or wrong. I mean, you know, sitting down and, and listening to the news, what do you mean? Why aren't you learning? I mean, or, or you should be learning, or maybe you're not, you're entitled not to, to learn. Everything is, is going to be a right or, or right or wrong. It's a different form of avdus, isn't it? So their order is not quite the same as we are avoiding to Hashem. But I'm just pointing out that the, the, nevertheless it's called Baalim because they are, it is an order to them. You're agreeing that you have to comply with the orders of this Avedazar. So you want to say or? No, I'm uh, previous to what you say. Once I was in a telephone, I called someone. Yes. Yeah. So she said, oh, you want to talk to the Imashir Baalah. Imashir the mother of the wife, yeah. Ayim Ashir Baalah, <laughs> the mother of the husband. <laughs> right, all right. So this, this, um, yeah, all right. Vayatzu es Hashem, and they left Hashem. This must be now completely. I mean, it's already. If Pesach Yud Beiser said the eyes of Hashem, which was a chutzpah. The Cheshbach who brought us out from Mitzrayim. And nevertheless, they're now serving our Redazores. And in the Yud Gimel, it repeats. I mean, there's a lot of repetition here, but I can't explain all of it. Vayav is Hashem, Vayav to, it means presumably completely, and instead, Oyved only, Baal, Volashtos. Now, I believe, and I hope I have, don't have to take humble pie next week, that this is the first reference to the word Ashtos in, in Nach. We've often had. Toilets. Sorry? In the Torah. It is in Torah? Yeah. Where? It's a place. It's a place. As a place. As a place, but not as an Aveda Zor. Ashtoros Kanan. Ashtoros Kanan, yeah, yeah, yeah. And indeed, the word Ashtoros could refer also to sheep. Yeah? It refers to sheep. Ashtoros Kanech, Ashtoros Senecho. And that causes, indeed, the Reduct to say Ashtoros is the Aveda Zohar of serving sheep, female sheep. That would seem to bring itself back to, to Mitzrayim, wouldn't it, where they used to serve the, 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 the male sheep, I think it was there. I assume it's the male sheep, because we, we're mucky of the male sheep. But, um, but sorry, what? Yeah, but uh, I don't, I, I would have, I'm a bit dubious about that. For, with all respect, when it, whenever we get into Aveda Zoras, I'm wondering somehow whether the Rishonim never <laughs> really did know, because why should they have known what the Aveda Zoras were? Uh, uh, sorry? Yeah. 
Yes, yeah. I mean, it could be, but they they wouldn't. They may not. Would you really know about what was going on before? I mean, we, now we've got some. Anyway, I'm nice. I believe that the that generally you take the word Ashtoros as being the female which went with Baal. Here it says Vayavdu la Baal to the Baal and to the Ashtoros. And if the, the Baal is the male and the Ashtoros is the female, Astarte isn't it? Isn't that Astarte? Like Esther, for example. Esther is called. Um, why is she called Esther? Her real name is Hadassah. He changed her name to Esther, which as part of Astarte, saying that she's a goddess of love, because the the female is the is the, is the female uh, representative of starts off as the moon moon god, and also the the female form of it, as the whereas the Baal is the masculine. And you find it going right through um, through now. From now on, we're going to have Baal and Astoris, and women particularly serving Astoris. Um, I'm wondering, in my innocence or ignorance, but I, 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 I have to ch- I'd like to confirm it, is it possible that Ashtoros is also related to the word Asherah? Which, because if you, an elephant and an iron are interchangeable, so if you take an Ashtoros, it's very similar to Asherah. Yes. So maybe the trees, we've had this problem before the trees, there's two possibilities, trees to, as, as a decoration to, and trees as something that was served. And I'm wondering whether the, the, there was a connection between these, these two. But anyway, but, but oh, perhaps I'll think more. Lamar says, if he hears it, is distinct from the general Baalim as mentioned earlier. So what does Hashem do? He hands them over to Shason. Here, Shason will be somebody who despoils you. So there would be marauders attacking, bandits attacking, and you, like, like, like later on, um, you find us um, Devoira saying that nobody was able to go from one town to another. There were so many robbers around. People, you know, they're, you're, they're highway robbers and what. By and who would despoil them? and then they'd be sold. It's handed over completely. There's a difference between somebody comes along and gunners from you in the street or burgles your house. Apart from that, you're okay. Apart from you're being burgled. But but the uh, <coughs> if you're handed over, that means you are completely under the control of it. You're now a slave or a servant of this person, having to pay taxes or whatever. Also, perhaps the idea of yitnaim and yimkareim relates to it. It gives an idea. If I give you something as a present, I'm expecting you still to look after it. You know, you come along and you, you know, people give svarim, and they come over afterwards and see that the, the, the safer looks in pristine before you, you get objected to it, because you wanted a safer to be used, yeah? But um, other than that, you'd want something to be treated respectfully if you hand it over. Give, a, you know, I don't know, something to someone you, you find it's been treated. You know, is that why I gave it to you, sort of? All you did is to give it, you know, there's a wedding present I gave to you, and you then gave it to somebody else, because you didn't want it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's no good. Whereas if you sold, verkauft, it's verkauft. Verkauft means from then on, it's the other person's property, you can do whatever you want. Is it originally a Kajbal simply Vayit name, expecting them to look after, not to maltreat us too much, but eventually Vayim you handed them over, and said, you know, do with the, these, these Jews whatever you want. Bechay Asher Yotsu Yad Hashem, and this is Portugal. However, they went out. Wherever they went, everything was going wrong. 
where they went to fight. Was it Tesvov? Tesvov. Whether they went to fight. Tesvov. Tesvov. Where they went to fight, whether they just went on for business, whenever anything was happening, out they went. Solace. General. It must be, it is general. But this is, you see, you're picking up a problem which we've raised before. When we're told here about the Jews sinning, does that mean every Jew sinned? Does it mean a majority sinned? Yes. Uh, does it mean maybe one or two sins? And we're all being blamed, as we saw with Ochon, the Chota Yisrael, and there was one chappy, Ochon, who was sinning. I mean, certainly there is a strong shitter, among which we mentioned the Sabodka shitter, of saying all of this that's describing how things went wrong was only individuals. But there are cloudies with Sadiqim. Well, sometimes an individual is responsible for the whole community. Well, indeed, that's what I mentioned, the idea of Ochon. But maybe the pastors of Psukim would suggest you suggest it is plural, but then we find poor Moshe Rabbeinu, I, I, I don't want to repeat again, yet again, the, the same tale I keep on saying, but Moshe Rabbeinu hits the rock and, and he's never, he's told, lay a mountain be. What do you mean? He doesn't believe in Hashem. I mean, we don't believe in Hashem. The, God, the, the normal yeah. atheist doesn't believe in Hashem. And Moshe Rabbeinu went to the house Sinai, go at me, David, what do you mean, Mr. Cop, lay a mountain be, he doesn't believe in Hashem. I mean, this is a an exaggerated phraseology, just in the same way Ochon is, uh, Cloudy Soil is blamed collectively. So I don't know how, we, we mentioned this at an early stage, I don't know whether we're talking about individuals and everybody's being blamed, or whether this is a majority, or whether it's virtually everybody. Basically, sorry. The reason they at the peak of their successes, they've got... They've well, got they were, they were in the beginning, in time of Yeshua, it stopped. This is, don't forget, by the way, this is a question. What <coughs> makes you keep it up? I mean, they're so indebted to Hashem, and, and He's done miracles for them, the law, and all of a sudden they give up. We're going to get a bit of an answer towards the end of this problem. I said to you, I'm going to have this two desires, two sudden <coughs> realizations that I had. Oh dear, I've got it all wrong, or I missed something <laughs> crucial. So that, that we're going to get at the end of this chapter. Or well, I put the chapter ending anyway, ending. But the, the, even without getting, getting to it to you now, we've actually been warned by Yahushua. Yahushua, if at the end of Yahushua made a fuss, like Moshe Rabbeinu made fuss as, as a psukim in Chumash, which we've had in Shoft in Mishpatah, had made the same problem, don't mix with the Goyim. Leave, if you mix with the Goyim, you will take up their attitudes, you will take on their practices. If we did not have an internet, none of us would be able to watch the things which we should not be watching on the internet, which we, which we should not be watching, and hopefully we're not watching. But if you didn't have an internet, you couldn't watch it. If you got it, you may see it. And, and other things as well, you can pick it up from the Goyim, an attitude of enjoying, you know, a nice clever thing said in, in Parliament, how the other one then knocks the other one down. Aha! Everybody laughs. He's made a fool of the other person. And we think this is good behavior, yeah? And we can also say a, a nice sort of... Uh, and uh, I sort of garb, uh, 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 nasty phrase at somebody. Yeah, we pick it up from the guy. That is This is a fundamental. Which is, that's why you got that whole chapter of Yeshua was telling them, don't mix with the guy. Don't, otherwise you'll learn from them. And we'll see this is repeated, repeated. Uh, it's coming on. So, and of course they left behind the guy, and therefore they mix with them, as we will see. Now, by the way, we're not going to be in point. I'm not talking now only in just immediately after Yeshua. This is a part of the process of the whole of Jewish history until David Amelech, as I said before. So what happens now? Uh, again, Tesfom. 
Hashem had warned you. States in, in, in many times in Chumash what's going to happen. Yeshua had also warned them. The Hashem had promised that um, that he would be you know, unfortunately he'd behave this way. Things became very bad. This is That's why I say this is an introduction to the whole of Shoftim. So what happens? A Kodesh Baruch will appoint a Shoftim. Yeah. And he will save them at least to a degree from the ones who are the bandits. That is to say, of course, this assumes they will be listening to the shofet, yeah? That is, he'll put up a, a person who's a tzaddik in his time, and if they listen to him, there will be salvation. But, the gamil ha-shoftim le-shomel, they won't, they won't listen to, or they will not, they didn't listen to the, to the shoftim. Kizonu because they wandered, what do you, how's the words I want to say, with, with other gods. Vayishtachulahem, Notwithstanding, the shofet was trying to tell them to behave. Now here, this is a use of the word gizonu, because zanus we find, of course, with relation to a woman who's committing adultery, we use that phrase zanu. It's not technically the word of zaina, by the way. Zaina in Chumash does not. It's got nothing to do with with uh, adultery. Um, I mean, I'm not saying an adulterous woman is not a zaina. She is also she's <laughs> also a zaina. But uh, the zaina, the tale of zaina is, is far wider. It's far wider than that. But but the but the idea is, in relation to an Ashish, it's a woman who is given up on the man who is her husband and now loves or lusts and with, with some other man. And this is, therefore, right the way through Nach, we're finding this phraseology being used in relation to we who are supposed to be with our man, our husband, our lord, our, the Abishta, and we're leaving him to go after Avedazor. And, and later on, the later Nevi'im, like Yeshua, like uh, Yumiya and Yusha, they, 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 their way of describing what we're doing is in a story of, um, of so adultery. How are you going to settle on this word so, solo now? You talk about it. Well, that means we moved away from the Abishta and going astray, it? yes. Yes, it is. But it's using this idea of sort of betrayal, mm-hmm. betrayal, and, you know, this is her right? husband, and, he, and he's been good to her, and now she's leaving him and, and, and betraying but him and, and not being faithful. Yeah. Positive invention. I saw this oil from You're quite right. There is a connection between Zon and Zona. But the connection should not be... We don't have to worry about the connection in this, in this positive. Zon and Zona. There is obviously a... You need a hush to... But you're quite right. Zon means... Uh, and it can refer to food or yes. pleasure yes. as well. But it, it, when we talk about a woman who is mazana, we mean that she has com- she's sought pleasure outside the marriage and moved out of it. Yeah. And this is, we're now adopting that word, which you're quite right, should not be used, because it's a different sort of thing at all. A different thing when you go to an Avedazar, it's not, a, it's not the same a physical lust like food or adultery. But nevertheless, we're using it in that... There must be a way... Uh, my English has gone to pot as well. She, she's unfaithful, but in this situation, losing faith. Yeah, losing faith. Yeah, clearly sort of have lost faith and have become unfaithful to Hashem. So, they bow down to them. That means a quick... Um, that is, both in time, 
soon after these the events of Yeshua they fail, or as we can say after each novi they fail. And also it means complete. So it's a complete you know, sometimes yeah. Bateri Ploim. There's a sudden change from from what is accepted and before you know it everything is completely different. I mean, of course, we, I mean, uh, uh, by way of just illustration, it wasn't that long ago, and certainly in my lifetime, uh, in your, our lifetime, that uh, when we were mi- young, maybe middle-aged, ad- um, homosexuality was a crime. Yes. Homose- any homosexual yes. was looked yes. down on. Yes. Yes. It was it called queers and, you know, and whatever. And now suddenly, you're not allowed to, to say anything at all disparaging of that lifestyle. And it's, you can even get... Uh, you even get just what he said in Mitzrayim. The great sin of Mitzrayim, because I want to say you can't believe how bad they were. They even wrote a ksuba on Mishka Zocha. Which, of course, now, since two men can marry each other in English law, yeah. so therefore there's also the full rights of inheritance and full rights of, um, of support from one to the other if they were husband and wife. So there's a full right in Yitzhuba. Anyway, so the they moved quickly away from the way of their father, the Shmaya Mitzvah Hashem, who did listen to Hashem. They didn't do this. They moved away suddenly. And sometimes, a Kodesh Baruch, or when, a Kodesh Baruch would set up a Shofet. And Hashem would be with this Shofet. And he would indeed save them from their enemies. So before we mentioned, he tried to do, he tried to get at least the Shosehem, which means the the bandit type. And sometimes you get a Novi or a Shofet who would come along and would be even more successful. He would actually save them. And so long as he was alive, everything would go fine. How do we differentiate between uh, a judge and a prophet? A shofar is not necessarily a prophet at all. But if he's acting no. as one. He's acting more as a king. Or a judge. But he might be a judge as well. You see, it depends on the character. Some of the, the people, as we will see of the shofarim, were actually Tamid Chachomim, like Osniel Ben Kanaz is going to be the first one. And later on, Ailey, for example, if you could be some of them, were the Tamid Chachomim. But some of them, as we say, Yiftach and some of them were somewhat ignorant. Yeah, only had... They were, they were chosen, so the shofar simply means the leader. He might be therefore also a religious leader, and like a, a, the, the Pesach, but his function is really to save, to, to give people Musa, and to make them behave themselves. You don't necessarily, I mean, I'm, you know, not to be too political, but you do know some of the greatest of Rabbonim have not been the greatest Tamid Chachomim. They succeeded in influencing their kehillah and making their kehillah and getting on, on well with their kehillah and making their kehillah better without being the greatest tabid chachomim. Often doing it, but with love and affection. Yeah, and sometimes you have the greatest tabid chachom, and he's not much use as a as a rob. So uh, here we're interested in people saving. The shofar is a person who would make people better and would then lead them in war miraculously. It was left clear that the, the fighting was not fighting with that he would be somebody like a later on a David who, who succeeds even God also had Nisim, but I mean in success in normal fighting in a no, normal I, way he would be leading them in 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 in, in, in miraculous in semi miraculous not the great miraculous of Yeshua but a bit with a bit of former miraculous like you will see in Yiftach and uh, those other ones. Yeah. 
whom did Hashem save from? Who were these oil waiters? And I'm not sure whether it could have been Yitin, the Kutzim Koyim. No, 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 this means only Goyim. That's it. Yeah, yeah, we're talking here about Goyim. We're, we're going to give them souls here. I see. I mean, if, yeah, okay, yeah. Why? There wasn't opposition there to the Yidin then. No, we don't find. We find that the Yidin, therefore, here, we see, they served the Vedas are. We don't actually find that they were nasty to each other. Uh, it seems that there's this general idea, but they, don't, they didn't go around doing nasty things except the great story of, great, the great tragedy, I should have said, of, of yes. Pelagius Begiva. But otherwise, we don't seem to find generally people being nasty to each other. Which is remarkable, there's no police force. Anybody could do anything. So why did they get saved? We just said they were serving a Vedazor. So, so why was it that the Shafat saves them? Because changed his mind from doing nasty to them to being good because we'd, we'd been told that in the in the in, in the Pozuk a Pozuk you'd duller just to remind you because you, one can lose track on this Vayichavashem be Yisrael Vayitnem God handed over to them to the Shesim Vayimkem and he handed them over yeah if they're there it was Hashem who was being nasty to them. And that is, he was inciting the Goyim or giving the Goyim success. Yeah? How does one of them manage to chase a thousand of you? As, in, as before, it was one of you a thousand. So what was happening? And now, Kulish changed his mind. Why? You know, this is getting us right back to Shmuel, to, 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 to Shmais. This is exactly the same thing. The Kali Yisrael and Mitzrayim were over the Vedazar, had given up this Mila. They were doing all the Memteshari Tumah. Yeah? And what happened? Nevertheless, the Baruch Hu sent Moshe Rabbeinu. Why? Because it says, And it said, The same word. Na'akosom is a cry which is made in a form of... It's not just if, if, if you get a hit, so you, you get a cry. You wouldn't call it Na'akosom. Narko is the groaning of the heart when you're in, in, in what you do is for example in Auschwitz it's the, it's the groaning of a constant solace and um, uh, despair there's Narkos in Israel now the suffering became so great Narkosom I'm not sure if this is saying something more with Lechitz or Dechitz Matsudas wants to say it's the same it's just taking two words which mean the same in this context Leichot can sometimes mean you're making somebody work fast, and Deichot means when they've got a hard yeah. job to do. That was in Mitzrayim. So it does. In Mitzrayim, you, you had these words being used, and, they, and, and it had different ideas. The Lachats meant the, the Jews had to do a larger, larger work in a short period of time, and the Deichot means that you had a, a very hard work to do. Here, I'm not sure. Here, the sort of suggesting it's simply the same idea being repeated. Anything to do with the Homo? You know, you know, okay, I mean. Yes, it's a term. Well, nechama is also the same idea. You're changing your, you are given a. No, comfort no, no. no. Nechama means wish somebody better. Well, it, it, here it just means he's changed his mind. Nechem is, it, and it usually means you knock him to good. That is, he's changing his mind to for, do for good the to them, but the not always. But not always. I mean, you find in relation to the kolish in relation to to the to the marble. 
Hashem so, was fed up that he'd made people use the same word. So what did Hashem change his mind from? From being nasty to them because they were being misbehaving. Now Hashem hears the cries of Klal Yisrael. Kodesh Baruch Hu, as the Pesach says, what the Pesach says, what does it say in relation? Tzorku v'Hashem Shemeya is called Tzoreis Mitzilom because a call Hashem the Nishbarei Leiv. This Daki Ruach Yoshia. If somebody's crying out to Hashem, it may not work straight away, but after a period of time, the cry is coming up to Hashem. Hashem can't be saved anymore. This suffering of these people and things, I've got to change it. So now Hashem says, all right, I'll send you a shofar. This is exactly the same thing as happened in Mitzrayim, yes? Exactly the same thing. They're mixing with the Goyim, as they did in Mitzrayim, they're not saying in Goshen, and they're mixing with the Goyim. Here as well we're going to say they're mixing with the Goyim. We're going to make it clear in, in a few more psukim. And as a result of that, they learn the habits of the Goyim. They learn their behavior. They marry in with the Goyim. And as a result of that, they serve Avedah Zoras, etc., etc., and then what happens next is the Kodesh Baruch who is nasty to us and gives us solace from the Goyim. As in, for example, in Germany with other things, you know, the Jews are so intermixed with it, they didn't know themselves if they were Jews or not Jews, and they weren't keeping any of the Torah in the us, uh, the, the, the majority, a large number. And then we're having souls from the Nazis and whatever, and then they're crying out to Kodesh Baruch, and eventually a saving, a saving occurs. And due to our crying out, although we have no Zechusim, no this is... This is, this, is, this is going to be continual Jewish history, with one shofar coming up after another and continuing Ad Ayomazah. Hitler reminded the Yid, you are Jews, boys. He yeah. did. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the Chon of Asselman said, uh, said when the, the Germans said, Jews, get out of the, of the uh, theaters and the cinemas. You're not allowed in here. You don't belong here. So, He's right, you know. <laughs> He's right, you know. <laughs> We're not supposed to be in the theatres and the cinema. Right. right. Yeah. And then when the shofar died, so he's during his lifetime then people had a bit of a, a bit of cover for him. He'd saved them from the goyim, through miracles. And then the shofar died. Yoshuvo, they went back. Vishchisu, and it became worse. Me'avosu. Yolechesachveilakimacherim. The Ovdom, once again they go they said away the Zara, Rishakhazohem, Lahipilu, Mimala, Lehem, Muridako, Makosha, they were no better than them. They did all their actions. Now this is two different ideas which we could mix it. Hishisu Meavoisom is one thing, and Lahipilu Mimalayam is a different thing. What I mean is like this. Suppose you've got somebody and you can say, Look, as I don't know, they, those Yidden there, they are serving, they are, um, they are, they are, they, they, they are, let's do with, with better Yidden. So you find better Yidden, you say, well, they're very good, but you know, they don't get soccer. They don't get soccer, they're hard-hearted, yeah, they govern, they learn. And that lot over there, they don't, they get soccer, but they don't learn. And and, and, and and this one over there, yeah, but they, 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 they say lost and horror. I mean, you can sum a number of things which you can say they have fallen from what they should be, but they're a cloud. That's the first point where it says, if you look generally and say, well, look, they used to be all very good, and now they've dropped down to where their, their ancestors were, and they're worse than them, cloistic. But now it's saying on every individual thing, they're ergo. They said Lashonara, they say worse Lashonara. They say they're not learning, they're not learning. They're, you know, everything is going to be worse individually, not just clawlessly, but individually. Sorry? This is, a, this is an overview 
of the whole of Shaitan, ending up with David Amir. Oh, that'll be 400 years, wouldn't it? This isn't, but I don't. But I think it goes on <coughs> to a large part of Jewish history after that, after the time of David, after the time of the of Shlomo. It's the same story, yeah. Uh, now, with Mr. Sol. Now, when you were prepared going to tell me, when you were prepared to tell me that Shlomo was 20, although, in fact, well, Seder Elam is 12, I couldn't quite argue with you too much because, soft soft, it doesn't say clearly his age when he became king. But, the, the, however, the, the, I've got a clear posit which tells me there was 480 years between Yitzhak Mitzrayim and the Binyan Beis Amigdosh. Now, the reason why you're saying is 1250 and the year 1000 is because you've adopted what the, the archaeologists or the Goyim will tell us, that the whole period of Shafti was only 250 years. But I will tell you definitively, for the words of the Avishter, as, as expressed in, in the Vim, no, 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 it ain't not like this. The period has to be 480 minus 40 years in the mid 440 years from and now we've lost a little bit of time here, sure, but it's about 400 years. And it doesn't, it, but is this really, but, but I know that it actually is something very important. So therefore, when they try to say, well, he was around here and whatever, or, or they say, well, our archaeology tells us that there, there wasn't any great big, um, um, what do you call it, um, palaces. Uh, and in the time of David, he must have been like a, a sort of a, a tribal chief. Couldn't have been a very important or Schleimer. Nah, he wasn't that important. That's the, the, the view of Finkelstein's um, theories of that. Uh, Apicovus Dalton in the in the, uh, in the in the what's that uh, university in Tel Aviv? What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Uh, it's called Finkelstein for the Jewish yeah. Theological College. No, no, no. I mean, in there it's just all he's an archaeologist, whatever. So that, that uh, so. No, Barrylands are different. No, it's the other, the other university. So they, they, they want to say, therefore, it doesn't follow at all because it maybe they got it all wrong. And Shlomo and David were another two hundred years more recent, yeah. Or maybe forget you, you've got to go out the other way and assume that the Yitzhak Mitzrayim is not when they're saying, but in fact happened a couple of hundred years before that. One way or another, you've got to expand that twelve fifty to a thousand by another couple of hundred years at least. Yeah, of course we've got another problem with 165 missing years, but we, yeah. we won't. We won't we're, so how we, we we would allow for this discrepancy? All I'm saying is I I'm, I'm not having mis- you, you, you you do that one to me. Yeah, other things you'll get away with, but that one. The point of was Ches refers to the ongoing period. Why all of a sudden are you going over this to the end? The Moishas reference because we are referring here. To a, a, it's, I, mean, I, I know it, it would have been much helpful if the if the if whoever was writing Shavuot we assume it to be Shmuel if he had, though these few, first few chapters don't seem to me to be the same style it's a completely different style I wonder whether Shmuel didn't pick up something which had been written by somebody before and he just accepted that and adopted it I mean very often you find that so somebody wrote this book but you know he's, what he's done is he's just compiled to a certain and the original bit would be maybe yeah. the last bit. But it would have been helpful if, at the beginning of Pesach Vov, it had said, I'm now going to tell you all about uh, the general overview of, of Jewish history. But he doesn't. But that's effectively what he's done. We're talking about one Shafer coming along. We, we haven't had a Shafer yet. And the first Shafer is Osniel Ben Kanaz. We talk here about Shafer Dim. Yeah? 
We're yes. talking about the Jiftov. We're talking about uh, Shmuel. I mean, this is going right the way through. Shmuel was also Shofet, right? So do, you, do you accept it's surprising we're already at the end? No, no, I'm talking, it's happy, this is describing what happens with each and every shaifer. You have a shaifer, you get a shaifer that comes along, and he tells them to behave. And sometimes they pay no attention to him at all. And, some, and therefore, although he's trying to show sometimes the chesed or Hashem, he has only very limited success, and that's the end of it. And then sometimes you find that the Tzoros is so great that Kodesh Baruch gives them a Shmuel, or he gives them a somebody who does a, a Yeshua Gedoyla, like Devoyla, and uh, everything becomes good. Every pe- people take and behave themselves for a long period of time because they've seen, seen Nisim Begluyim. But never, or not like, not like Moshe Rabbeinu, but great Nisim. And then for a long, and then he dies. Devoyah dies. Or, uh, and Gendikt, and uh, everybody is crazy the Surah. And we're back to where we were before. And not only back to where we were, not Ergo, we fear. That's this Jewish history. They've broken Mike the covenant with me. They haven't listened to me. I'm not going to help them to get rid of the Goyim. From the various nations that Yeshua left behind and he died. Yeah, because Yeshua did not get rid of all these Goyim. Remember, on this pre- I showed you always this map of all these individual little towns. Well, we, we had it in, in this previous second of all these different towns and areas where the Goyim were living. But now, he changed his mind in favor of the Eden. He did, yes. Which, because, yes, yes, yes. because of their suffering, and he sent them a, a, a and then the shofar, and they were good for a period of time, then they died, then the shofar died, and they were back <coughs> again. Aye, aye, aye. So I've got no problem then with this possible. It could even be at different times, the Kodesh Baruch said it right again. We're now going to get to my problems. And as I said, this causes me to think I got it all, well, I wouldn't get it all wrong, but I didn't know, didn't know what was going on. The man now says, Bom es Yisrael, Hashem Rimheim is Derech Hashem, Dolech es Bom, Tashem Shom Ravay Sam Imloi. Hashem has left over these Goyim among Kal Yisrael, a deliberate action on the part of the Abishta, that they weren't, they wasn't going to have Nisim and to get rid of the Goyim. This is because the Kodesh Baruch wants to test them, to see if they will behave. So it's not just the Yidden were lazy and didn't get rid of the Goyim. This was actually a deliberate decision on the part of the Abishtha. <laughs> Obviously, one way, and we now have the explanation, only now, in chapter, the end of chapter 2 of Shoftim, as to why Nisim Veniflora stopped after the first couple of years of Yeshua. Because the Kodesh Baruch was no longer willing to show them this Vaniflores, even before they sinned. Because let's take and then and the, this is the real what the real problem. Not to get rid of them quickly. Now, in the time of Yehoshua, we were told Kaliyosua were good. Yeah. May I remind you, just in case we've got any doubt about it, and not, let's, not, let's not make any mistake. Let's go back to 
Kofik Zion of this chapter. Vayavtu ho'om es Hashem kol yemei Yehoshua. Vechol yemei askenim ashevichu yom imach v'yeshua. So the Yidin were good. So this decision on the part of the Eibishter, of Pesach Kav Gimel, that Yonach Hashem is a game of Eidah, that Hashem Mahev, and also Biyad Yehoshua, was not a punishment. We've, I've assumed all the way through that the fact that they were Goyim in Eretz Yisrael after the first conquest, I'd assumed in my ignorance, not knowing these Tzukim here, was all due to the fact that, that the Yidin were lazy. They were lazy! or they were afraid, or they preferred to do other mitzvahs, as they started off today, and that's why they were goyim around. And the father kavust, if you leave goyim around, that affects you, as Yeshua had warned him. And this, and this rot had set it in already in the time of Yeshua. The Yeshua himself wasn't himself, was a bit, a bit lazy, do we say, dare say, that there was an element of laziness on the part of Yeshua, which may be why he died in his etc. Now we're getting another idea. HaKadosh Baruch Hu stopped doing the Nisim Veniflores because Hashem wanted these Goyim to be. Not the, when they were coming to attack us collectively because that, the early days Yeshua was coming up against combinations of Goyim coming along to attack. And then he had Nisim Veniflores to knock them down and we said the whole of the country was, was under Jewish control. But then they, want, then they started living in different, different places. Why weren't they then able to still have Nisim to get rid of them? Well, we know from the Chumash, Ma'at, Ma'at, go them in Oretz, because the Chayas, yeah, we knew that one, but it's now given something else. The Goyim were left around deliberately by the Abishah to test the Yidden, would they, in the same way in the Midbar, the Ma'ana Noischon and Asoischon, the Das, yeah? Then they were like, the food, what, what will you do when you haven't got food? Will you daven to Hashem or will you scream at Moshe Rabbeinu? So in the same way, Kodesh Baruch Hu is giving tests to human beings and he's saying to them, I'm leaving the Goyim there, I'm not giving you the great Hatzlocha, you're going to have to fight, but in a song of Yeshua, and you're going to have to do it yourself, you're going to have to fight against them, which is difficult, and many of you therefore won't want to do it, and I want you to nevertheless put yourself out and not be affected by the goyim in the meantime. And unfortunately, and that's why Yeshua didn't get rid of them, and that's the reason why they were around, and then we all failed. Now let me just take you back to a reduct. Let's go back to chapter Aleph. Posit your test. We started off today with that posuk. They captured the highlands. But they weren't able to get rid of the ones in the highlands. They had rechabaz. Let's look now at the at the reduk. The reduk or posuk yutes. Kiloi yuchlu lahoyush. They weren't able to get rid of them. Even Hashem helped them to get rid of the ones up the mountain. They weren't able to get rid of the ones in the land. The Hasibah who omitted. But the true reason why they weren't able to, was after all, did it, was it difficult for Abishnah to get rid of Rechabazel? We're going to see that with Sisra. There's no great problem. Give them a flood. 
כי הניח אייסום השם יסבורך ונעשה יסבורם אס יסבורם. וודאק didn't know his, when he wrote this, he knew that that's a פוסק. These going were deliberately left in the flat land. כמו שאומר שהניח השם ונעשה יסבורם אס יסבורם. So now we're getting, I mean I saw this פסוקים then, but the significance, you know, I thought myself, what, what, what? And I left out that וודאק. Or well, at least I didn't tell it to you, as I didn't realize. Yes, as I got Zorkin, you're forced into this. Right, let's have a very quickly, have a look at, at, at Rashi. See this in the Rashi's here. Vayokem, Polsuk, Tes, Tes Vov. Bechol Hashem Yotzu Yad Hashem Hoi Sobon Luo. There's a Medrash. I'll, 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 no, it should be Eli Melech. I've got Avi Melech here. Eli Melech, Umachnon Vekilion, never say the Oilon. This book, Asher Yotsu, means if you went out of Eretz soil, they also didn't get any Hatzlochah. The posh of is that they didn't get any success if they went out to, to, to their business or they went out to fight. By Yochum Hashem shaved him, Tomid, Midoy, generation after generation, Kamesha, Humayna, Vahilach, the Seva In other words, as Rashi said, this is going to, this is a general introduction to the whole of the, the sorry, Hoya Shefer, Dacha Shefer. Vachi Hakim, Rosh and Hava, when it would happen, Kasha Hoya, as it was, Hakim, Lohem Shefer, Hoya Shefer, Shefer. Ki Nochem, Shoyim, Misnachim, Lohem, Alavo. Hashem got uh, fed up with doing this, about the, how he was half making suffering, and he listens, Minar Kosom, Bipnei Na Kosom, Oil the phone of, מפני אויביהם, לא יפילו מינס לא הניחו דובר לליוס, נכים על כל הבור עליכם, ומיס ראשי זה קצת דיפן אידי, אבל זה אומר, that whether they were, they were going back on it. Yeah. And השמים הם, the test is, היי חצה פסח, would not could לפי שהוא לושן שאלה ונשרואים, will they keep the Torah, although they've got going around, the Nassus promise is soil, this wouldn't have been a problem for the people in the time of Yeshua. In the time of Yeshua, we're told, nobody did mix with the Goyim. Nobody did learn. But they weren't having this Hatzlochus Hashem to get rid of the Goyim. But the next generation who didn't see these miracles, and they disobeyed Hashem. So this is the, uh, I told you, uh, this is a, uh, when I saw this, I went, oh no. <laughs> I know, I just teach this. <laughs> you expect this in Gemara's, you know, you suddenly get a Gemara at the end who tells you, or another Bethesda gives you a new aspect of the Gemara that you're learning. But you, you don't expect to get it in, in, in Nach, and, and yet we do. Alright, so um, then oh. we continue with chapter. Which, 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 which,